Welcome back to the Logos of Experience and Truth podcast, where I continue unlocking the mysteries of the beatific vision of God. In today's episode, we're going to continue talking about manifestation or manifesting thought, creative thought, law of attraction. I said I was done. I can't seem to get away right now from thinking more about this. And especially in this episode, the dangers of the law of attraction as found in the character of the Scarlet Witch in Marvel's movies and television show. So much of what I'm going to talk about here has to do with the law of gender or the idea of gender. Now, I'm not going to get into any expose on what's going on in today's country and the idea around this. I'm just going to be addressing it in regards to the mysteries and that the idea of gender or binary or the binary reality of gender and reality itself, night, day, up, down, left, right, that kind of stuff. But the way to perceive them in the mysteries is in the mind. I go in depth in this in a few of the Vision Explained Deeper pieces that I wrote on my website and the premium content that I have for that. But the way to perceive this and the way to perceive many of the various mysteries, especially when it speaks about gender, is the gender of the mind, male and female. Again, going deeper in this, this has to do with the traditional qualities of what has been attributed to male and female. Male, as in the logic, analytical mind. Female, as in the emotional and social constructing mind of the female. Basically, one's logic and one's emotion. And that these are two different centers within the mind of each of us And they are either in harmony and working together, as in they're married, and the physical expression of this is in marriage, or they are not in harmony and they are at war with each other. And if you are a complete beginner into meditation, in understanding the mysteries or any of the things that have to do with this podcast, and maybe you have not looked into your mind in depth and been able to see that these two aspects of our own internal mental state can be at odds with each other, are most likely at odds with each other, have aspects that are at odds with each other. And the reflection that we have in our thought, in our minds, in our feelings, and in what we see and experience outside of ourselves has a lot to do with this that's going on inside of our either logical analyzing mind, our thinking mind, or our emotive feeling subconscious mind. And that's the other way of perceiving this for those that have nothing to do with the sacred or ancient mysteries, but instead are in the scientific mysteries. Unconscious, subconscious, conscious mind. And in this in particular, the conscious mind would be what is referred to as the male in the mysteries, and the subconscious would be the female. So now let's take that concept and look at what they've done with Marvel's The Scarlet Witch and how 
she represents both the law of attraction or using creative thought in a negative and destructive way, but also the emotional mind, again, that is traditionally seen or depicted as feminine, out of whack, and in particular because she no longer has her male core, as in vision, is no longer there to guide her. And even the names of some of this should already be sparking some of that synchronicity, some of that associative knowledge in your mind, especially if you've seen any of the Marvel stuff that contains the Scarlet Witch and Vision, or in the show that came out of WandaVision, and most especially now recently in the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness movie. So what's also interesting about this character is for any of the Gnostic students, if you have read the various ideas that exist in the Gnostic works, right? Because there's like two or three different trains of thought that exist in the various myths, right? Because there's no coherent myth. There's like a coherent myth for this group of Gnostic and a coherent myth for this other group of Gnostic because there were various groups and they each had a different idea of the fall of the world and the fall of the spirit into matter and they tried to explain it in different ways. So it can get kind of confusing because this myth may have this character or this myth may have that character. So the one I'm going to address here is the one of Sophia having been expelled from the Pleroma or essentially the heavens due to her desiring, it's kind of unclear, her desiring to either see the creator or to create similar to the way the creator created. But the point is that in these myths, it's said that she does it without her other half. Now, it has a weird word for the other half. I can't remember exactly. It's almost like that exit if you're driving up the 15 from LA to Vegas. It's like that zizigy Something like that, you know, everybody that's made that drive knows the exit I'm talking about. But it's kind of like that in these Gnostic texts. It's like some weird word. And basically what it represents is her male side, her logic, analytical side. And again, if you're a, a Gnostic student that hasn't understood that aspect of the Gnostic text, hopefully that helps shed light of what's being conveyed in those Gnostic texts. It has everything to do with this, with the male and the female qualities of mind. In that text, Sophia desires to create, but she doesn't have her partner. So when she creates, she creates this physical realm that is degenerate. And the first thing that's created is Yaldabaoth. And this is kind of like the highest god of the physical realm. And he's purely evil. Anyways, now transfer that to Wanda in the Marvel television show, WandaVision. Spoiler alert on this, if you haven't seen the show, she creates an entire reality for herself and at the same time is mind-controlling all these other people in this reality alongside with her. And if you know what her power is, she contains an aspect of or was created by the Mind Stone, which is one of the Infinity Stones in the Infinity Saga of Marvel's movies. So she's using this to create. But the problem is that she created it without vision. Because again, spoiler alert, he's dead. Or at least she thinks he's dead in the beginning of the show. 
And he's very logical, right? I mean, he's a very analytical character. He is logic in the movies. And especially for her. Prior to her relationship with him, she was kind of a loose cannon, right? I mean, that was part of her character. She had been reared to be this negative, evil, kind of destructive character. Finding family and similarity with the other Avengers starts to heal that. But it's really when she's with Vision that she becomes the hero. She really becomes the hero, Wanda. But now that he's gone and she feels responsible for it, and she's in the intense trauma that she has in the beginning of the WandaVision show, she does something unimaginable. And that is the danger of using law of attraction, using creative thought, using this idea of manifesting through thought because of what it can do and bring. And in her case, especially once you get to the Multiverse of Madness, the Doctor Strange movie that recently came out, she's completely lost it. She wants the made-up reality that she had. She's pierced through into the multiverse in the movies and is seeing alternate realities that she could have had, right? And I'll translate that into your mind of what we do on a daily basis, probably, where we're imagining alternate versions of ourselves or imagining what if I had turned left instead of right five years ago at this point or that kind of thing. That's essentially what the multiverse represents, our own internal desire to have possibly seen or done something else and what that may have done, that urge that we have inside of our own mind and thoughts to think in these various ways. And everybody's done it, as far as I know. Again, I'm assuming I I had a whole episode about that, about I'm assuming other people think the way that I think, but I know I've done that in the past. I know I do that still. I think about this. I think about that. What if I do this? If I flip the coin, is it heads or tails? And what does that do or mean in reality and in existence? So that's what this whole aspect of the Scarlet Witch in the show and the movie represent. It's the emotional side, the female side, no longer being guided by logic or vision. That's why it's interesting the terms that are being used in this and how they have depicted her. Again, I'm making many of these different episodes having to do with the mysteries in popular media. I may just be looking into it and seeing it in this way because this is what I know, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they are. I don't know, but I'm just breaking it down for you like this because this is how I have been trained and how I have trained myself in understanding the mysteries, in understanding mysticism. This is how to perceive these various aspects of mind by seeing it outside of yourself and then applying that inside. Where am I unbalanced when it comes to emotion? Am I too emotive? Am I not emotive? Am I too logical and analytical with never looking at emotion? How can I balance that out? And in the Greek idea, balancing this and the achievement of happiness was called eudaimonia, which is not so much happiness. It's more like I'm in tune with mind and emotion and they're kind of working in harmony. But the idea of the negative of the law of attraction and manifestation, again, is very clearly shown with the Scarlet Witch. 
she is operating purely out of emotion. She's not using any logic because Vision's no longer there. It's almost symbolized by the fact that Vision is dead. And she is just continuously creating catastrophes for herself because of this. But she's still trying to use the Mind Stone. She's still trying to use her power to create what she wants. And all it keeps doing is bringing catastrophe. So again, I've said in multiple episodes, it does work, but that there are dangers for it. And in none of the things that I have seen online, do they mention the dangers of the law of attraction, creative thought, manifesting thought, or anything like that. So I will leave you until next time.